106.9. Welcome to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9, where you will be a thousand dollars richer. 610 this morning will give you your first keyword of the day for Rock 106.9's workday double pay. I'm joined every morning by Matthew Fantone. We're going to bring him in early here because uh, we have to start this program, honestly, in a more uh, somber manner than we are normally accustomed to, as there was an Amber Alert issued for a young child out of Akron not all that long ago. It was around 426 uh, a.m. One-year-old Darius Hurd Jr. was taken by force from his home by his non-custodial father. Biological father, not living there. Uh, We hear it's a silver Chevy Sonic with a Texas plate. Father's name is also Darius. The suspect's name is Darius Rashad Hurd. The suspect is a black male, age 27, 6 foot 1, weighs 195, black hair, brown eyes, last seen wearing a black Nike jacket. Gray shorts as well. All this info and more photos can also be seen at WRQK.com. Makes me feel like a slimy person right. to say that, but that's where, if, if you want to be on the lookout for it, that is where you can find it. You know, and uh, you should want to be on the lookout for this. This is obviously a terrible thing to happen to and, a family. Right. I, can, I can only imagine what this what this poor child's mother is going through. And uh, anytime, that, anytime that a situation like this comes up, I, I always say the police ask for our help for a reason. Not right. just us as broadcasters getting the information out there, but... But the but the the listening audience and the public out there, um, you are the eyes and ears of the police right now. You are the person who is going to be able to see that Chevy Sonic and make that phone call. So I know it seems like, yeah, dude, I'm not going to see it. Whatever, Happened not my Akron. problem. Could be here right now. It could be here right now at this very moment. So it, it is important. Uh, go to wrqk.com. Uh, and like Sansbury said, a silver Chevy Sonic with Texas plates on it because it is a rental car is what I've uh, ah. is what I've I, I've kind of um, heard from 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 sources. And uh, it just is. It's imperative that people take this seriously. I mean, sure. you know, you, you put you put it through the you know, the filter of your own family there, and obviously, you'd want everybody to be on the lookout this morning. You know, as a broadcaster who sometimes will rally against technology, this is an area where now people can share these photos faster than ever before, and we can locate people faster than we've right. ever been able to before. So for all the things I always bitch about, right. you know, Facebook and Twitter and like this, this is where it can actually be 100% beneficial. We have posted the photos at all the Facebook pages and Twitter uh, as well, at Sansbury Shows, how you uh, find that. Aside from that, how are you this morning? Uh, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Yesterday kind of had a funny story, which it uh, it oh, really no. it really highlights um, the misconceptions about our job and, and who we are as people. So oh, yesterday, God. so yesterday, Here you know, I, it's a beautiful afternoon, and I'm like, dude, you know what I'm going to do? So I'm going to go wash the car, man. I'm going to go get the guy, you know, get it cleaned out, dude, oh, vacuum nice. that boy out, dude, did the whole thing. So I, uh, I'm, I'm going, you know, driving down Tusk, dude, the car's looking nice. I'm like, dude, I'm going to gas it up and I'm going to clean the windows here. So I pull over to the gas station and uh, start cleaning off the windows. And some guy's like, hey, are you Fantone? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, cleaning the windows, huh? And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, you got 20 bucks? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I thought you'd have somebody like doing that for you. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Cleaning the windows the of windows the car? windows of my car? Like, you think I'm that kind of rich? You think I'm that kind of like famous? Like, is anybody in Canton, like, is, legitimately, like, wipe my windows clean? Oh, I mean, what are there? Like, like maybe 100 people in America that are like, all right, I have somebody out there washing my windows for me. Yeah, like, I no, don't, come yeah, on. Yeah, I don't know about that. I th- thought you'd have somebody like doing that for you. Nope, just, just me using that squeegee, baby. 
baby. Yeah, Fantone has his own Benson. <laughs> that, that's exactly that's exactly what happened. What a timely reference. What uh, what's the story with you? You got anything? I uh, played around of golf yesterday because it was nice, and I hear I'm getting rain. Uh, 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 you yeah. know, the rest part of this week, from yeah. what I understand, it, it was supposed to be a little bit nice today. But I was like, you know what? Let's let's smash it in. So I went out and played uh, the Elms yesterday. Shot and not real well, but you know, shot an 89. Not too, not you know, mm-hmm. not good, not bad. Just kind of right down the middle. You know, uh-huh. it's that it's. Okay, not great. Maybe par for the course right well, there is what some We, we want to see it more around 83-ish. You know what I mean? That's kind of where we want, kind of want to see it. But, you know, it was uh, it was uh, not too bad. Had a good day for it. Had more than, uh, more than enough good shots to where I had fun playing it. Right. And, uh, you know, yeah, de-stress, shut the phone off. Weather was good. Just a uh, course was a little slower than uh, than average. So, you know, I was just out there by myself. Totally got the head cleared out feeling good, honestly, to be about it's it. It's a tough life we live here on the Stansbury Show. Playing yeah. golf, washing our cars. Dude. Yeah, we are. It's what we do. Tough. Let me crack these numbers back out. You know, get back into this hard labor job. Uh, we do have $1,000 with Rock 1069's Workday Double Pay. Your first keyword is happening now. Hey, show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Get your next keyword for our Workday Double Pay. That puts $1,000 in your pocket. 710, your next keyword happens. Also, 7.30, we'll get you hooked up with a pair of tickets for Ohio Championship Wrestling. That event is this Saturday. Bash at the Babe. Phantom will be your host. And it is a steel cage match on Friday, oh, is it not? Or Saturday, sorry. Bet your ass it's a steel cage match, dude. Uh, Ohio Championship Wrestling heavyweight champion, Dark Star Matt Taylor, taking on friend of the program, no shame, Jimmy Shane. It yeah. all goes down Saturday night. And even like I've said, dude, uh, if you're not a huge pro wrestling person and you're a huge Canton person, you obviously know about the J-Babe and uh, how important that community center is. So uh, proceeds go into that. It'll be a great night. And uh, hopefully you'll get hooked up with a pair of tickets. Nice. An Amber Alert has been issued for a missing baby. One-year-old Darius Heard Jr. was taken by force from his home by his non-custodial father. All the info is up for you at WRQK.com and the station's Facebook page. Uh, nothing worse than the people who complain about the Amber Alert going off on their phone or something like, oh my god, I can't believe this. What an inconvenience. A child is missing Should you be able to turn area. that off? Because you can. You can. Should, yeah. should you be able to turn that off on your phone? It's your prerogative as a, a an owner of a cell phone. You know what I'm saying? I think that's fine, but I, I, I just think it's kind of very egotistical of people to be, oh, what an inconvenience for me. I can't believe this. Yeah, I mean, it's a little... Here's the thing. I... I won't judge you for thinking that. This is what's weird about life. I won't judge you for thinking that. Right. I will judge you for posting it. Right. Right. Like, isn't that a weird thing to project to the world that you're annoyed about this? Now, I will say, like, the noise that it makes and this and that. Like, if you're dead asleep, 4 o'clock in the morning when this stuff's going down, yes, it could, like, it it will jar you. But to to put that foot forward... Seems weird, right? Like, like of, of of this is who I am inside. Keep, like that seems weird, right? It shows you have no perspective of like, dude. Keep things in mind that you know there is a child missing, and 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 you can say like, oh, dude, that jarring noise. Well, it's jarring for a reason. That's to get your attention. And well, I, it's, dude, it's six o'clock in the morning. I'm not out on the roads yet. We have no idea who's out on the roads right now, which is why you send it out in a mass fashion. I was sitting in here when it came down, and I had the radio station turned down a little bit as I was like reading you know through you know show prep stuff I was you know turn the radio station down a little bit but we have like a scroll on the wall and it like beeps and the things behind me and so I heard it and I was like oh one of the stations is probably off the air 
And so I turn around. I was like, well, I, you know, I wonder who it is. And I look up and I started reading it. I was like, oh, oh, my God. And I was like, you know what? Thank God we have that thing. Like, thank God that that lets me know that because people do need to know that information. Yeah, yeah. it's it, the alert system is alerting for a reason. Yeah. Like, dude, those tornado sirens are so loud. <laughs> yeah, for a reason, people. So I'm going to. Uh, this is this seems weird, but okay. I, I'm going to officially invite you to lunch right now. Okay. Let's go on a day date. <laughs> day All right. Stand no. and fat tail palling around together. I am having lunch today. At, uh, w- with a guy that I absolutely love who has uh, recently joined back with the company. All right. Mark Munch Bishop. Nice. Sports uh, sports enthusiast Mark Munch Bishop. Oh, sports legend in the Northeast Ohio area. Yeah, dude. he really is. The guy is synonymous with sports in this area. Dude, I went to an Ohio State Buckeye game with him, and he can walk on water. I believe there. it. I 100% like, believe honest, it. I've, like, I've, okay, I have obviously achieved like a little bit of recognizability w- yeah. with this job. Yeah. Dude, him in Columbus is something else. I, I've never seen anything like it. Munch gave me one of my, well, it was his assistant, but ultimately uh, I was Munch's assistant as like my first job in radio ever. And uh, I love Munch like like nobody's business, but I will say you got to gear up for Munch. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you got to prepare. <laughs> brother, I'm from 53rd and Ham, brother. And like, <laughs> he's like, dude, he's a lot, but you're going to love him because there's so much Hulkster in him. There is so much like WWE Hulkster in him. And he's got like, the guy's like twice my age, got five kids, two of them now in college, I believe. And he's got more energy than you or I have together even. Can't it's, wait. Yeah. No, he's a good time. Geezer house is where we're gonna we're gonna take him he was like you know i need to learn some of the canton spots you know and i was like i'm your guy i'll totally show you so yeah we're gonna take him to geezen house for uh, for lunch today but if you want to join us that you should do that yeah i will i will uh, i will certainly be there and dude i'm not gonna lie i'm pretty excited about it i uh i'm from collinwood 53rd and ham i I could care less if a band came in here right now i'd be like dude whatever you're not a celebrity it doesn't matter to me but there's something about like local media from when i like that i remember from when i was a kid where i'm like oh my god it's munch like I will. I'm a little. I'm excited. I uh, yeah. It's a uh, man. I started thinking about it this morning when I woke up. I was like, I started thinking because I mean, that was my internship. Was working for him, hanging banners for him. You know what I mean? And so like now that it's come like kind of uh, I don't know. All these years later, right. and uh, you know to take him to lunch and like kind of show him around here. I, I don't know. It's a, it's a cool moment. And I was like, you know, uh, here's what I will tell you. I, I totally want you to go, and this is a guy I want you to meet. Okay. But for, I'm telling you, Fantone, I'm telling you, this is not a joke. For your own safety, whatever you do, do not go into your Buckeye hatred with Munch. He will full-on Spielman you at the geese. <laughs> I'm telling you, brother. Like, do you have no idea? Brother, brother. Not, a, dude, it's contagious. I'm already getting in. Oh, dude. Like, you know how people catch the black? You'll, All right. You'll catch Munch. Catch the brother. You will catch, you will catch the Munch. But he's one of the best people I've ever known in my entire life. He was a great boss. Showed me so many things. Made me a better broadcast caster a better radio employee and i can't say that about a ton of people but i can say it about munch and i just i absolutely love him can't wait to have lunch with him but but it turns out apparently i should be having lunch somewhere else because matthew fantone played a little matchmaker for me this morning indeed i did he came in here and he was like yo dude i think i found the girl for you indeed i did yeah uh yesterday met up with one of my buddies uh and and we had some beers walking around downtown canton it was just a beautiful day and he was like dude we haven't hung out in a while come talk to me and you know so so we uh you know strolling through downtown and he's like dude you know what let's go in here and i'm like dude i've never been there what is this place and he's like you've never been to the chop house and i was like 
I have gone by the chop house and I can't match up schedules. Like sometimes it, you know, it's, it, I don't know if it's supposed to be open and then isn't or whatever, but I, I have gone by it a couple of times and I haven't been able to go when it's been open. Right there on court, right next to the uh, back entrance of Napoli's is kind of where, you know, is, oh, it, I'm it, well aware of where it is. It was there, you know, <laughs> so it's, 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 it's easy to find. And, uh, so we, we went in there and we went to the downstairs bar. And the downstairs bar, daytime bartender, dude, as soon as I started talking to her. I like those. I like those a lot. As soon as I started talking to her, I was like, oh, my gosh, this could be a Stansberryette right here. Like, this chick (laughs) would just be, and and, and there's a couple of reasons why. Let's Uh, not make it sound like we're putting her on a team. You know what I mean? (laughs) You're in the rotation. Uh, Oh, exactly what she's going to be. But so uh, the first thing, uh, definitely an attractive woman. Okay. Um, I like that. Age appropriate for you. See, you're hung up on this. So there's so Wait, hold on. So there's judgment in your household about me. I, dude, listen. I don't care what you do with your penis, bro. I, you, that is, that is 100 on you. And is, dude, I, what, what have I said a million times on this program about sex? As long as they're over the age of 18 and consenting, I don't care what happens. So what does age appropriate mean? How old was she? Um, I would say my age, maybe a little bit older. Oh yeah, that is good. So like, you know, eh, like yeah, 35 in, in in my in my age range, okay. I would say. So yeah, no, like, I like that. So a couple years younger than you, but not an. 18 year old because that's one of like listen and in, 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 in between that and geography those are the two things that Stansberry will uh, the hurdles he'll put in front of himself 26 and lives an hour away right and then it's like <laughs> I don't know why this relationship didn't work out she seems so cool man I'm 15 years older than her and she lives an hour away Pff, how, how did that fall it's apart? almost like I'm setting him up to fail and she also she also was like sassy without being a bitch about it. Oh, yeah. I like that a lot. You know how yeah. some women yeah. have, like, they'll play that card way too heavy? Yeah. She didn't. She played it just the right amount. And here's the thing. As a daytime bartender, you got to be careful with it because it can come off as in, like, life passed you by and you're bitter. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know what I mean? If you do it wrong. Like, so that's, yeah, like, that's like, good. Like, I got a Bud Light and she made fun of me, but she wasn't a bitch about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, she didn't, like, belittle me like, oh, I can't believe you drink Bud Light. She was just like, oh. Thank God, lady. That's my job. I haven't, haven't sold one of those in a while, you know? <laughs> So it was, it was, it was, it really did seem from like the moment I started talking to her. Bud Light, Bud Light's delicious. The, the moment I started talking to her, I was like, dude, this could, this could be the future, Mrs. Stansberry. All right, so you're, you're an observant dude. Yeah. Did you take a look? Was there a ring on the finger? Was not because it sounds like she's a catch. So why is nobody snatching this woman? Was up? not a ring on the finger. Um, blonde, and brunette, or redhead? Blonde. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. And I know that's not your fastball, but you know, I'm certainly a sucker for him. Um, but I'm yeah, telling you, I'm you t- are. I'm telling you, attractive woman, no question about it and and yeah I can't I, I won't get hung up on stuff like that. she uh she she just seemed like somebody you know that you'd be into she knew who I was too she was like how do I know you like what you know how do I know you and she didn't make a big deal about it once I told her she was like oh okay that's why you look so familiar so like she wasn't like Oh my God! You're on the radio. That's the coolest thing in the world. Oh yeah, that's well, the worst. Because she's a grown woman, and she's like, "Oh my God! You're on the radio. That's the worst thing in the world." Yeah, banging you gets me what free T-shirt, maybe <laughs> and a credit score of seven. Just just by standing next to Stansbury, Stansbury, your credit score starts tanking. Just down. It's like the elevator going the wrong way. That's not nice. That's not, not nice. I didn't need that. Not at all. Not I did nice. not need that. You know, I would like for you to be a little bit more supportive in, in our in our comedic endeavor. Well, I'm going to try to boost you up a little bit, get the confidence going. We're going to get you a shirt with a collar on it. We're going to send you down to the chop house. Maybe meet the future Mrs. Stansberry. It's going to be right awful. There. I'm going to torpedo it really bad. It's going to be like tequila shots. I'm going to be like, fan, don't send you bang me. <laughs> be right back with more Stansberry Show. Hang on. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Win yourself $1,000 with our Workday Double Pay. Get your next keyword, 710. 
on the Stansbury Show. I've been talking about cord cutting a lot lately. And I've been talking about, like, you know, I just, I don't know if it's me or if I don't know if TV's not up to par right now or if it's just I'm just enjoying less things and Fantone maintains that it's a lot of the streaming culture of like watching you know multiple episodes in a row just makes things feel like they're not all that special and I just have been watching less and less television and I maintain that I agree with Fantone that I think some of the streaming stuff has negatively affected how we watch TV and has changed our perception of how good creative content is original scripted television is. But I think there's also a lack of of quality product being pushed out right now. And and I could be wrong about that, but but it, we we got a pretty big signal that I'm right yesterday. A major announcement is uh has come back. As ABC now is going to relaunch American Idol. Now, I don't know if this is we're out of ideas, so let's go revive a brand. Or if it's, guys, scripted sitcoms and dramedies and lawyer shows just aren't doing it right now. People like to see other humans compete in things. I think that's why sports is still big on television, right? It's because it's competition. Um, Yeah. I mean, obviously, American Idol went away for a reason, though. If it would have been... 15-year run, right? If it would have been something that people were still watching, if it would have been something that people were still, uh, you know, advertisers were still spending money on, Fox would have never let it go. You know what I mean? I wouldn't think. No, because it's not like Fox has, like, some standard of, like, no, we've been doing it for too long. I mean, the Simpsons have been on forever longest so, running right so you know if 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 there was still blood to be drawn out of that stone then fox would be the one doing it so you think this is more desperate from abc versus like smart idea um yeah i mean i certainly think there's there's a level of desperation because it's not like american idol has been gone for like 10 years and it finally makes its return it's been gone for like two it was in the within the run of this show that american idol died so like ended its 15 season run for uh, on Fox, April 2016. So we're like literally a year, a year out. Ago. We're, yeah. we're a year About out. A year out. And much like, you know, pressing reset on a movie or something, like rebooting a movie, you have to give it a little bit of time there for you to miss it. You know what I mean? Like Spider-Man has been just one after the other. Here's another reboot. Here's another reboot. Yeah, it's, they, been a, it's been a year. We'll do another one. Don't they, worry. They rebooted those movies way too fast. Right. Too many times. And, and, and you can only do it so many times before you're like, all right, man, I just don't, I don't care. I just, this is all... I would imagine part of the voice, right? Because I think that show still does well for NBC. But again, it's got a different hook. Like, you know what I mean? You turn around, you you listen to voice only first. And like, I, I don't really know. I don't, I don't watch that kind of stuff. But it seems like it has a different hook. I, I think the voice and, you know, probably to a lesser extent, America's Got Talent. I think they probably have it locked down. You know what I mean? Like, yes, there's still money to be made out of it, but there's not a demand for another show of that style. And if there was, like I said, Fox would have never let it go. So if if if, if you're just going to put a, a copy of what was once great into a place of like, well, the, the, the mark's kind of already saturated. Anyway, what do you expect to get out of that as ABC? And we're, oh, but dude, isn't this where Live with Kelly runs is ABC? 
and now Seacrest just signed with them. Is this all part of that oh. now? So now you're getting Seacrest, and like that's part of the deal of why you hired him to do that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that uh, you know you, you you throw that part. He'll into definitely it. It help. Sense. I mean, because if you, yeah, that makes sense. Because if you relaunch that brand and try to throw a different host, remember when that show first started, it had the two hosts. Right. It had another dude from the radio, and they were like, uh, "Seacrest is the star. You get out." I think that guy walked away from it. I oh, think, is that right? I think after the first. season. Oh, I just assumed. I'm it, sorry. It par- partially, partially into the first season, he was like, "Dude, I'm too busy. This isn't going to be anything." And he walked away from it before so, it like really hit. I got a I got a story. About American Idol and a guy who could have had that job. Okay. And I'm not going to give you his name because he's like a famous radio dude. Like people know who he is. And we were doing a promotion with one of the cell phone companies and we were in Vegas and it was like a poker thing that we were doing with the cell phone company. And we were all up in like it was the MTV, like uh, their suite at the Palms in Vegas. So like ultra swanky. I was going to say. Like, you know, it was the real world suite at the Palms. And like there was like Chris Moneymaker was like the professional uh, poker player. Johnny Chan was at my table. There was like real poker dudes and like celebrities. Yeah, it was like super swanky, right? And so like this national radio dude told me this story about American Idol. He was like bitching about it. It was like right. It was like smack dab in the middle of like their height. And he was like, that show makes me so mad. I said, okay. I said, well, why? He goes, well, I was on the radio and I got asked to go down there and, and do filming for it. And my boss got mad about the fact that TV wanted me and they wanted to keep me in radio. And so they told me, just let that one go and we're going to create it other vehicles for you and we're going to find and and he did sucker he believed the sucker. right he believed the company and next thing you know American Idol goes on to be the biggest hit in t- not that we know for sure he would have made it that right right but he he was up for that gig had that gig <sighs> walked away from it because his his program director was like I'm telling you we're going to create other things for you we need you to stay focused on this and next thing you know they walked him out the door like he he's I mean now I mean this is like 10 15 you know yeah. you know 10 years ago yeah. more than enough reason to you know to have let him go by now but like it wasn't that long ago after that where it was like yeah and then that my boss got fired and then we all got I was like oh my do you walked away from a television deal hey you know tough pill to swallow for that guy Hard. obviously like you said you know things could have turned out differently there um but at the end of the day you get paid pretty well to be on American Idol so it's I remember just suck. I remember sitting there playing with my poker chips listening to that story I was just like listening to like a couple again a couple of nationally syndicated guys like talk about it and I was just like oh my god it made me very aware of the American corporation you know what I mean it's like man these things are they're fickle one of, one of the problems that I see with the, the revitalization of American Idol and I think there's plenty but I think one of the things you really have to note is that American Idol outside of Kelly Clarkson and Carrie Underwood. Oh, those are pretty big stars. Outside of those two, everybody else on American Idol who's either won or been a finalist or been like the person from American Idol, nobody's done ish. Chris Daughtry, sort of. I mean, sold six million records, so that's impressive, but it's not like, oh my God, you're a. He's still playing ribs burnoffs. You know what I mean? Daughtry's still out there doing county fairs. It's closer to flash in the pan than it is may- mega hit. Yeah. I mean, Carrie Underwood and Kelly Clarkson. Certified and that's hits. It. That's it. All right, I'm going to see if I can name some other names that were on American Idol. Ruben Stuttered was part of American Idol, right? He's probably parking cars. Yep. Um, Fantasia was an American Idoler, right? What has she done? Other than being mentioned in Rick Ross songs for dirty sex things, not much. Nope. 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. T- Taylor Hicks, Scotty McCreary, all those dudes. Nothing. Nothing. Had, well, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to fight for McCreary. He had like one hit. Yeah. Right. And I mean, to have one hit, we've we've talked about this before. Like, if you have one hit, it's not like you're rich. It's not. Was Adam Lambert the voice or American uh, Idol? But again, I feel like I'm stretching with Lambert because if he doesn't do the Queen thing, it's not he's done nothing, nothing. Nothing, right? Yeah, he was American Idol and he is the new voice of Queen, and like that's fine. But is that really anything? There's one voice of Queen and everybody knows it. It's kind of like when the Doors toured without Morrison. Is like, yeah, dude, the guy from Fuel's good, and then they had the guy from the Cult do it that one year, and I love the Cult. Everybody knows Ian Asbury, love him, but you're not Morrison, and everybody knows. And I would go see Queen with Adam Lambert just because I like enough of the catalog. But let's be honest. You are going to be sitting there going, this would be cooler right. if it were Freddie Mercury. Right. This might as well just be a Queen tribute band. Right. Exactly. Very interesting. Well, he's been fired. We'll get into that next on Rock 106.9. Canton's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9, where we're going to get you hooked up with $1,000 at 710. Your next keyword happens. Making it rain. For the workday double pay. You'll hear the keyword. You'll text it in. You'll win some money. I uh, got an email about the uh, the the influx of D-Picks being sent to 200-200. I don't... Boss like, man, not exactly happy about it. I would imagine not. What are you going to do? I think I would... If I were you, I would just text the keyword... <laughs> That the production piece tells you, I would leave. I would. I would text nothing else to two hundred, two hundred. That's that's a Fantone thing. I don't co-sign that. I think it's probably going to hurt your chances for the thousand dollars. No, dude. D picks always increase your odds, man. Whether that's getting laid, winning money, anything, dude. D picks make it all better. Just send them out. Show your math. I need to show your work. I need the scrap paper. I don't. Show your D. No, no, Jesus, man. I did not need that. If you haven't been made aware yet, there is an Amber Alert out of Summit County. A one-year-old child taken forcefully from the home by his non-custodial father. The information's up at WRQK.com. Also, the station's Facebook pages. I've also tweeted it out at Stansbury Shows, how you stay involved via Twitter. Keep your eyes open. Yeah. Statewide, that uh, that Amber Alert is gone now. I've just seen stations out of, uh, like, new stations out of Columbus and the like passing it around. So they're obviously thinking this guy's moving around. Right. So Trump fired the FBI director. Yep. And if I'm reading this right now, is now are the acting attorney general fired, national security advisor fired, and now the FBI director. I mean, this looks like a fire sale. Right. And a fire sale within the first essentially 110 days. Right. 100 days. It's. I don't care what your politics are or who you like and who you don't like or this and that, but ultimately, doesn't this look like chaos and panic? So you would think, it seems to be to me, um, but I think a lot of people who choose to see it other, you know, or choose to look at it from a, a different perspective are going to say, well, he's draining the swamp. That's what he said he was going to do, and, and he's getting all these people out of there. I heard Comey found out while he was addressing 
like an incoming FBI class, like, and it was on the TV behind him. Like, yeah. he didn't even know. Yeah. Because I heard he wasn't called. They sent, like, a termination letter via Manila envelope. Can, I mean, can you imagine that? Like, first of all, you have that kind of power. You have that kind of position. To have it taken away from you is obviously going to be a tough thing to do. But you're standing there like, you know, you guys are the future of the FBI, and American law depends on you. And they're like, no, dude, turn around. You just got fired. Be awful. Yeah. Awful. Bro, you just had erectile dysfunction in front of all of us. He uh I, I I heard he thought it was a joke at first, like that somebody like made the graphic and put it up while he was doing it. What else would you think? Because who fires somebody that way? I mean, like the only other avenue where that's all right is athletes find out sometimes that they've been yeah. let go or this. Yeah. But that's a completely different ball game. Yeah. This feels very chaotic to me. And what I'm really already tired of seeing is this, is people on, and again, I'm not knocking the entire right side of the political aisle, all right? But I am kind of, but I I know they are, but I am kind of tired of seeing this already. Oh, liberals wanted Comey fired, and now that it's happened, now you're mad at Trump for doing it. It's okay to have want somebody fired and not like the reason that this person chose to fire that person. You can like the end result, but not like why it happened. And what I mean by that is, is they believe, liberals do, that he has done this because of the probe into Russia, not because of him being mean to Hillary during that whole thing. Right? Well, that, was, that, was, that was the left's problem, is they felt like Comey mistreated Hillary, and they wanted him fired for that. That's from whatever everything I read, that seems to be the take. Yeah. It, and now that he's been let go, you don't get to yell at liberals because they because they still don't like the abuse of power from somebody trying to get rid of somebody who's looking into them. They can like what ended up happening and think that Comey got what he deserved, but not like the reason you did it. That's allowed to happen. That's allowed to be a, like a thing that happens in the space. Both those things can exist at the same time. I don't know why people are having a hard time wrapping their head around that. Is it because you just want to yell at one another? It kind of seems that way. Am I making sense? I feel like I'm making sense. You're making sense to me, but like I said, I mean... Well, that'll do for now. This will uh, continue to play out however people choose to see it. It doesn't You're, matter what it's facts... It's confirmation bias. It doesn't matter what facts present themselves. It doesn't matter how much smoke there is in situations. People are going to believe what they want to believe. Um, it's just a bit of a head-scratcher to me um, that that, you know, Comey essentially, according to the White House, was fired. Well, at least according to the White House outside of Kellyanne Conway. Uh, she messed it up yesterday on CNN. But according to the White House, he was fired for You know, I've defended that woman as many times as I possibly can. At some point, stop marching her out there. I, right? I, it's a little, it, I've when, tried to defend her. When she's off message from the West, rest of the White House, it's, it's like, bad. what? what? Well, which it's, one am I supposed to believe? It's bad. But if, if this all happened because of the mishandling of the Hillary Clinton email situation, why did this happened day one of the Trump presidency. That's right. not about that. When, when, when in October, you know, President Trump came out and talked about how it took so much bravery for, for Director Comey to have handled that situation he did and to put praise on him. It's like, why would you wait until right now? It's because he's looking into him. Why would you wait to fire, you know, uh, General Flint? I don't know. Why would you wait 18 days after? I don't know. I don't know. But it's all head scratcher. Dude, this you, is it's a fire sale. It's you, chaotic. I don't care how somebody tries to spin it to me. It it looks like utter chaos. And sometimes people are going to say to me, well, it doesn't matter what it looks like, it matters what it is. BS. It matters what it looks like. We all know. This thing didn't drop out of the sky from nowhere, but perception is reality. 
And if it looks like you don't know what you're doing, it might be because you don't know what you're doing. And this does, I mean, honestly, it's starting to look like, oh my God, like what's happening? It just looks like chaos. It looks all very knee-jerk. And I've seen this. Radio's famous for this. Where our, our competitor's doing this. Knee-jerk! And then the wheel gets yanked over there, and you completely stop programming the way you were that was successful. I've seen it a million times. Smart programmers don't do it. And what I, I'm not, I guess what I just said there is Donald Trump's not smart. And I'm sorry to make some of you mad. But it does, this doesn't, okay, what I will say is this. This doesn't feel calculated. It feels like, yeah, this is what we should do. It just seems very chaotic. And it's a little smoking gunish when the guy's looking into you and you're like, yeah, now we got to get him out of here. It just feels very smoking gunish to me. But I could be way wrong about it. I'll make room for that. I don't think you need to, but all right, you can. All right. I hate talking about Trump, dude. Hate it. I know. Because a lot of you are mad at us right now. Mm -hmm. So here's some money to make it better. It's nine. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We have a pair of tickets for Ohio Championship Wrestling. Bash at the Babe this Saturday night. We'll get you hooked up here shortly. 1-800-243-7625. The number you'll need on those. Fantone, I need you to kind of teach me something about the internet. Okay. So, I have tweeted out this Amber Alert. Okay. For this missing child out of Akron. Again, if you need that info, it is up for you. WRQK.com. And I... Just try to tweet it out again, and Twitter tell me, "Yeah, dude, you already sent this out, and then won't let me do it." Do I just have to change something in like the messaging yeah. of what I'm doing? Okay, yeah, change the verbiage of it, or you could retweet your tweet, and then it wouldn't even, you know, okay. you wouldn't have to do anything. Maybe I'll try that. I was, yeah, I was curious about that because all I did, you know, what I did is that I just put the link in there and press send, oh, and just yeah. send that. So if I write something in there now and try to press send again, I'll be able to tweet it out again. Indeed, okay. you will. See, I don't know these things. The Twitter. How do I program this VCR? It just keeps blinking 12 at me. Stop. Don't. No, it's not that far. It's not that far. I mean, I have early bird dinner just because I'm what time I wake up for work. That's not my age thing. That's what time my boss makes me get up in the morning. You ready for your fake rage story of the day? Yeah. Ready for this? Sure. I need some fake rage. And I think, honestly, this is one of those times where I think the company's behind it. Okay. Where I think the company's behind getting people riled up so we talk about it. So people say, oh my God, this is what people are mad about. And next thing you know, the stuff is flying off the shelf. I said this about the sriracha shortage. Remember when you started reading about that yeah. on Facebook? It was like, oh my God, we're going to run out of sriracha. And I said, oh my God, this is the most brilliant marketing plan I have ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, people love being pissed off about things. And if you manufacture some outrage, it is going to get you noticed. This business used to be all about eliciting emotion. Whether I, whether I made you really happy or made you really, really angry, the boss man didn't care as long as it was one of those two. And so I think, yeah, I think brands have caught up to some of this. Dude, that, that honestly, it makes me want to go jump off of a bridge right now because once upon a time, it was radio station employees, radio station personalities' responsibility to be like, all right, you know what, dude, I'm just going to say it because it's going to piss people off. Dude, the phone lines are going to light up. The ratings are going to go through the roof. And now we are no longer allowed to do that, dude. If you, and I, if you and I embrace that and we're like, dude, let's just start saying inflammatory things, knocking them off each other, dude, we'd lose our jobs today. And in about but, an hour. But, but. But Pepsi's in the business of that now. Now it's that's how we sell effing pop. Okay, now here's God the thing. Damn it. Dude. I don't know that. Ugh. But I am suspicious of it. 
And I know a lot of former <laughs> radio dudes who went and worked for marketing companies. You know what I mean? And I, I'm willing to bet there was some influence there. I'm not, you know, not, I'm not going to allow this company to take credit right, for that. Right. Or this business, I should say. But there's a product out there now that I'm being told people are upset about. Right. And I'm being told about it from one person. And it seems to be the company themselves. Dove, like body soap now, has got these, it's like body wash that they sell now, right? Yeah, and yeah. I feel like most people are probably moved over to body wash in their shower now. Yeah, I think everyone's familiar with Dove. They're real big into the... Um, Skincare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your and, girlfriend's got some. Yeah, I would imagine. And they have their real body bottles, and they have, I think it's seven of them, different body shapes. Now, there's no pictures of women on it. It's just the bottle is shaped differently as in to suggest that there are different shapes of the human body. So it's not like the body's not shaped like a woman, like a Mrs. Buttersworth bottle. No, it's not. I mean, like no, 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 no. It's not made to look like a woman. They're just curved differently. I guess. Let me turn this around. and I'll show this to you. Oh, okay. So okay. that might not be playing the best on the radio, and I apologize. But there's like one tall, skinny one. There's another short and stout one. There's like kind of medium sized ones, and there's like a really long, tall one. Really curvy in some places. Some are bottom heavier than the others. They put the skinnier of the two on the ends, like bookends, and kind of put everybody else there in the middle. Okay. And I don't see this being an issue. If this is what I find interesting, is that if they didn't label these, real body bottles and they just gave you these shapes you would never make this connection so my guess is they did this on design yeah dove is is they're a big part of their advertising over the past couple of years is like everybody is beautiful and they'll you know have commercials with fat chicks and they'll have commercials with like chicks that aren't stereotypical models you know what i mean it's not it's 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 i think it, i think it was it was like the real woman campaign or something like that so i'm i'm not surprised that they they continued to do this but i am surprised of like who effing cares like what, what like what what is anybody mad about this for i mean if you're angry about it it's my question to you is, are you in denial about the fact that there is more than one body type in America? Nobody's telling you. It's not like they're charging you more or less for the fat girl dove bottle. And nobody's making you buy that one. Right. Nobody's saying like, well, hey, if you're fat, you should get the fat girl bottle, right? I mean, nobody's, nobody's said that. That hasn't been a part of it. Like, is it is it supposed to be like, all right, well, I'm going to get the one that looks most like my body type? Or is it just like, oh, this bottle's different, just like my body's different, just like her body's different? I think this is, honestly, I think this is Dove finding people on Twitter who have tweeted about them before negatively. And it, it, right, like, I bought this product and there was only half in the box, something like that, and energizing these people up. Or maybe even people who have tweeted about you positively and they've gone out now and paid you. I think this is, I hate to say that, right? Well, it's a possibility, of but, course. But I think these companies are going to start doing this. Oh, dude, fake reviews like 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 a Dove employee like putting up on, you know, online, hey, I bought this Dove 
body wash and it's the best body wash in the world. Of course, that's a thing. Dude. That's been. A I thing. mean, local restaurants all the time. People will like make their employees like go, yo, dude, you're Google reviewing our restaurant. Give it five stars. Tell everybody it's the best. Go read like reviews of like laptops. Mm-hmm. You can tell yeah. it's like that's been copy and pasted across six different models. Yeah. So so I, it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility. Like, could Dove have 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 said like, all right, well, if we get just and all you need is a little push sometimes when it comes to outrage in particularly, as long as you just give that first tweet, that first sense of like, oh my god, I can't believe they're doing this. People are going to buy into that. It's like sharks in the uh, sharks in the water. You smell that blood, dude. They're going to go nuts. You point this out all the time because the new because the article will say people are angry about it, right? But then you always say, where's the evidence of that? You've just told me that people are angry about it, but you haven't necessarily showed me that. And I think this is one of those cases. And if you are upset about this, I'm telling you, I'm oh, envious of your life. I really am. Because I don't got a lot going on, but, but I got enough going on to where I couldn't be, you know, mad about that. You know, what I mean? all right, let me let me let me try to let me try to change this in, into a way that maybe that would relate. All right, I guess if Old Spice started doing the different penis models, and it was like, you know what I mean. But at the end of the day, I would just buy the Magnum size. I, that's what I would do. Jeez, it matches up. What do you want them to do? You gotta buy what you gotta buy. This there. is the one I need. Yeah, right. I don't. I don't understand. Which one of these Dove bottles means giant penis? Do you really think the person <laughs> checking you out at the store is paying enough attention to be like, you're gonna buy the skinny bitch Dove? You're not that for right. Ooh, Nobody's thinking and, twice. And, and, They're not even looking. Beep. Beep, beep, and in the bag it goes. And, and she already knows if you're a skinny bitch, if you're standing there looking all methed out, complaining about things, whether you buy that Dove bottle or not, she's going to know you're a skinny bitch. That's that's the truth. I just, you'd make two bottles, you know, American and European there. I feel like that's where the two body styles really break down ultimately at the end of the day. I, I just don't, it, like I said, if you're upset about this, I'm envious of your life because you just, you've got way too much free time. That's coming from a guy that golfs three times a week. You guys have way too much free time on your hands. We'll get you hooked up with this Ohio Championship Wrestling, this pair of tickets. We'll do that next on the Stansbury Show. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Ohio Championship Wrestling, Bash at the Babe, happens this Saturday. May the 13th. We'll get checked up with those tickets here shortly. 1-800-243-7625. The number you'll need on those. Yeah, dude. I'll be hosting the whole thing. Can't wait to be a part of it. Uh, you got the the OCW Heavyweight Championship. That's all going down in a steel cage right there. Your boy, No Shame, Jimmy Shane, challenging the champion, Dark Star Matt Taylor, plus Sherman Tank in his retirement match, taking on Agent Orange, Juice Jennings right there. It's, uh, it's going to be one to be remembered at the Babe there. I'm sorry, I checked out. What? what, what what's happening, dude? I can I can I be honest about something? Of course you can. I worry about you being close to this. Why do you say that? I like all these Ohio Championship Wrestling guys. As a matter of fact, I yeah. believe uh, one or two of them may join us Friday morning on the program. Indeed. And uh, we've built up a decent relationship with these guys, right? Yeah. But I feel like this is all, and and I'm going to show my age here a little here. <laughs> I feel like it's all like a. Like in a current affair episode waiting to happen. <laughs> and then the cage came down at the Babe Center and somebody trapped underneath it. Local media host there. Like, I just feel like, and then next thing you know, you're sued in civil court. Nobody's ever heard from fan. You know what? I'm starting to like it. Signed off. Done. Send them. Right? Like, I mean, you're I, only uh, like, what, like one lug wrench away from 
I'm like, this thing going bad, right? I uh, I, I will not be, uh, you know, partaking in any of the in-ring festivities. Um, but, dude, you know, you uh, you come to an Ohio Championship Wrestling event, you never know what's going to happen there. Interesting. I'm not trying to dissuade anybody. You know what I mean? Although that might help sell tickets. The cage is going to collapse. <laughs> That's Saturday night. We'll get you hooked up here shortly. Yep. So I've uh, I have for the sake of like my phone constantly telling me you're running out of storage space. Delete right. stuff. Right? right. It's super annoying because I don't really have that much of. Uh, I think I have like the 16 gig version of my phone versus like you know the ultra like high storage one. Right. Uh, yeah. So a couple of things that I get rid of to make room for that kind of stuff is I've deleted Tinder and plenty of fish and like these dating apps off of my phone. All right. Stansberry on the anti-dating apps tip. Yeah. I'm going to say probably what, two weeks from now, he's going to be like, dude, I was on Tinder last night. I hate it. I hate it. It sucks. (laughs) All right. But you're off them right now. Yeah, probably. Okay. Right? So I probably will go back, but I'm off them right now. Well, the good news is we have already found the future Mrs. Stansberry for you, so it's probably right that we delete that. You know, I want you to be right about that, because I am kind of bored right now. So I kind of want you to be right about that. I I am very... I'm finding myself bored in that area of my life right now. Right. But this new dating app, Hater, which is uh, like... It it teams you up with people who have similar hatred for things like you do. Right. Both hate Trump. Here you go. Both hate Fantone. Here you go. Right. Right? And so like they kind of do that. And they've started to call through data of their most... Like, if you swipe right on somebody, that means you like them. Swipe left on them, it means you hate them. Okay. Right? And, or, or that you just don't want to have sex with them. Right? So they've looked at the most swiped right, like, yes, I accepting men, versus the most swiped negative men, and are starting to figure out what it is women swipe right on. Okay. Okay. Wouldn't be long before we'd start to figure this stuff out. Right. And obviously, this is something that people are going to want to know. Uh, you, when you do these things, there's nothing more, you know, no, no more so- a defeated feeling than like, oh my God, I'm on the free dating app and I still can't get laid. Like, it just sucks, dude. You, you already felt depressed about yourself because you've been sitting around the house masturbating all day. But now when you can't even make it happen via Tinder, it's like, God damn it, I'm pathetic. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's not a great feeling. And I, I'm very, I'm probably more discerning on like a dating app like that about somebody I'll have sex with than I would be if I was drinking in a bar. Right. I'm probably more likely to go home with somebody at that point. Like I'm more likely to make a casual sex decision while being out than I am about like soberly on the couch inviting somebody over. Right. You know what I mean? That's just me. I don't know if everybody's that way, but it's definitely true of me. But what, here's what they figured out. This is why I'm telling you all the time, dude, I don't really buy into these things and why I don't think they're all that great. They, there was two big takeaways from what they found out what women swipe on. And they're the old standards. If you wear cargo shorts, they're out. Jeez, dude. Back to the cargo shorts. Lady, I mean, it was Jeez. like the number one thing they noticed. If you're wearing cargo shorts in your profile pics, oh, it's over. Wow. Lights out. Judged you. Looks at it and goes, doesn't know what he's doing. We're out. And two, these are the two biggest takeaways from this, that the men who drink PBR are super attractive. Really? It's come down to this basic, which kills me because PBR is the cargo short beer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm in the same level right there. 
Now, I know, really, it's more likely that the hipsters are the one drinking. People right now go, no, it's not. That's, you know, beer for tattooed, fingered, you know, flannel-wearing, you know, hipster people. Nowadays. Now it is. Yeah, but once upon a time, dude, my dad was a PBR connoisseur, dude. Right. Well, well, well before hipsters. PBR was your dad's mowing yeah. the lawn beer. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. That's why the hipsters drink it. Because that's their middle finger to the dad that beat them while they were growing up. That's why they're drinking it now. And I like PBR, but apparently those are the two big takeaways from dating apps. Um, I'm not so, so probably not the best place to get it wet. You know what I mean? Well, probably I mean, not the best. But you're talking about if it's not the best, but there's no wrong place to get it wet for a lot of dudes. You know what I mean? Like, come on now, if it's a place, it's going to be a it, it's going to be you know plenty of plenty of mouths around that water hole there. Um, now cargo shorts, I get it. They've turned into a joke. It's jorts, you know. Threw my last pair away. Yeah, it's over. Luckily, don't luck- own a pair. Luckily, I have a girlfriend that I've already kind of got locked down so it's like dude i'm not throwing my cargo shorts away I'm who cares keep, keeping my car we're going shorts. home depot i'm buying more it's cargo be a big day. shorts dude that's 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 what i'm gonna do you know you, that i they had cargo golf shorts on sale the other day they were like 30 bucks yeah. which is really good deal for golf shorts couldn't didn't buy it. it couldn't do it didn't buy them well bought good. other pairs that weren't cargo shorts pay twice as much I, I'm surprised with the PBR, though. I really am. I understand that it's somewhat of a Vogue beer. Like, it's, you know, it, it, like you said, hipsters drink it. But number one, there's been a pretty decent backlash against hipsters. And number two, there's been a backlash against non-craft beers, like mass-produced beers. Like, people, like I said, dude, I've been mocked countless times for drinking Vagina Light. You know what I mean? Like, I'll dude, I'll drink Miller Light, Bud Light, Coors Light, whatever. Just, you got a draft special? Cool, I'll take one of those. And dudes are like, dude, you want a real beer? You want a real one? And I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, you know what? You're actually the person who's gonna, who's gonna turn me around on this. So, like, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Dude, that, like, go change my tire. I'm and surprised then, the craft and talk to beer, that the craft beer movement hasn't kind of pushed those beers out. Yeah, that's a fair point. Because, honestly, because of craft beer, more and more women are drinking beer. Like, I notice that more now. Yeah, I mean, you've got more flavors and more options and, like, oh, I like this Lemon one. Lemon shandies and, and it, it, those it, kind of things. It, it's a popular thing to do like yes. talking about what kind of beer you have here like oh this you know triple chocolate stout is so delicious whatever you people talk about craft beers but like that's you know it's like drinking wine where it's like there's more to it than just you know you're crushing 100 beers to get drunk you're doing it because you can taste the leather undertones or whatever the hell you people talk about i'm a i'm kind of in the middle on that because i love craft beer but I'm just as likely to drink 200 Bud Lights too. You know what I mean? Like I'm not like I'm not one of those. I'll drink. I'll drink either. I like both. I, I always wonder. Like, well, okay. So you, you drink craft beer exclusively now. How did you get drunk 15 years ago? Like when craft beer wasn't what it is today, and you couldn't get you know. Same thing with whiskey. Right. W- w- <laughs> right. When it was all Seagram Seven, people right. weren't whiskey like crazy. How, how how did you get drunk before 2000? Like what were what were you doing? They say guys that are into superfoods. Like if you're into like, you know, the superfood movement. Quinoa. Yeah. And, and, and like uh, what, and stuff like that. Is it a, is it a Kai berry? Like that kind sure. of stuff. Like all of a sudden that sure. makes you super attractive to women. Ew, dude. You know, women, come on, like go for a guy that, you know, if it's attractive or it has something like to offer. But if all of it takes is me holding up a, a, you know, a quinoa like, oh, hey, and this and a PBR and you're going to sweat. Come on, ladies. I just come on. I'm telling you, it just feels like a very depressing place to try to 
meet the people. It's worse than the bar, I think. And, and, and you say all these things, and obviously a big part of this is is you're not going to be able to be yourself if you really want this to work. I've had success on dating apps prior to my relationship. Like getting laid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but dating people probably right. not so much, when right? Look, when you're looking for somebody who's like, all right, I'm trying to find a partner. I did not find them through through Tinder or anything like that. So, uh, dude, I don't know. It'll be two weeks. You'll have it back on your phone. Is that that's the over under? Yeah, I'll give it two weeks. What I'll else? take the over. I'll take the over on two weeks. I'm not gonna try and lie and say that I'm not gonna put them back on my phone at some point by June. By yeah, what, today's the tenth. Well, my birthday is at the end of this month. You know what I mean? And I feel like getting myself something really nice. I do. I feel like something from the fake boob department. You know what I mean? For my birthday. It's a big, you know, it's a monument this year. You know what I mean? So I kind of feel like, yeah, dude, let's let, let's order something up from the fake boob department. We have $1,000. We'll give you that at 810. Also, you're going to get to hear from Hugh Jackson on the state of the Browns quarterback, and we'll hook you up with these uh, Ohio Championship wrestling tickets right now. We'll take caller 20, 1-800-243-7625 on those and get you hooked up with that $1,000 next. Hang on. Rock 106.9. Come back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9, where Matt from Medina just scored himself Ohio Championship wrestling tickets, and man, was he excited about it. Homie was pumped. Yeah, he was pumped. And of course he would be, dude. Ohio Championship Wrestling making their first appearance in Canton in years. Uh, it's all going down Saturday night. J. Babe Stern Community Center. Another opportunity for you to win your way into that 930 this morning. We also have $1,000 up for grabs. That's, that is, uh, well, I'm going to call it a better. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to call it better. The, y'all, we'll do that 810. We'll give you your next right. keyword. Hugh Jackson speaking out. About the state of the Browns quarterback, we, we have a piece of audio from Hugh talking about incoming rookie quarterback Deshaun Kaiser out of Notre Dame. Here's what Hugh had to say about that. Well, obviously, he has the characteristics that we as an organization covet. He's a, a big man. He's, he has the AFC North stature that I love. He has a big arm. Uh, he's very intelligent. He's played in a real big-time football program. Uh, I think he understands the demands of playing a position. I think he understands the demands of being a quarterback in the face of a franchise. Um, I think right now there's some work to be done. You know, we got to coach him from the ground up. We understand that. But we're working with a guy that's very talented. You know, this is a guy who has a skill set that's going to allow us to push and prod and get him to where he needs to be. We're not going to force it. I don't think we're in a rush to, to stick him out there, but at the same time, I'm not going to stop him uh, from being out there if he demonstrates those, those skill sets uh, very quickly. I don't know that I've coached a guy with this kind of skill set. Why do they say that? You know, he's a big... Why do they say that? They always say that. The coaches always say that. I, this might be the best player I've ever coached. This, this guy's got skills I have never seen in all my years of coaching. You, to me, isn't that adding to the pressure for him to be good? Like, I, I, I get what you're trying to do, and coaches have to get the back of their player. But to me, I think you're, you again are raising the expectation level of what people will want out of Deshaun Kaiser. And let's be honest, Dak Prescott's already done that. The, the Dak experiment in Dallas last year is going to have everybody rushing to play quarterbacks before they're ready to play. And teams like this will, be, will fall victim to that. And I worry that that's what's happening here. I don't know that I've coached a guy with this kind of skill set, 
But, you know, he's a big, powerful man. So I know he's going to get compared to another guy on another team in our division. I'm not sure. going to talk about uh-huh. that yeah, guy uh, because he's that big, you know, and he has that kind of arm and he is very mobile. He has mobility. So, uh, again, I don't like to compare our players and I know Good. people will, but he's got to come in and, and do what he can do and be the best version of him. And that's what we're going to allow him to do. Yeah, uh, let's let's slow down on the Big Ben comparisons just yet. Let's let's I hope. I mean, dude, if we end up getting a Big Ben, great. But let's slow down on that as Ben's a Hall of Famer. Minus the sexual assault, of course, of course, of course. Fair, of fair, course. fair, 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 um, fair. But I don't think at the end there he was necessarily saying, like, this is the best quarterback I've ever coached. I think he's just saying, I haven't coached somebody with this skill set yet, with this uh, with this unique blend of, of talent, size, you know, oh, okay. intelligence and stuff like that. I could live with that maybe then. Which I think is the point he was trying to get to, I think. The next question on everybody's mind is, will there be competition in the room for the starting role? Hugh addresses that. I think um, you said it best. I think I have to let allow these guys to compete. You know, what I've seen thus far from the guys that are here, uh, they came back prepared and ready to play. I, I can honestly say that the group is ahead of where I thought they would be. You know, I, Cody's done a great job. Kevin Hogan has, too. And Brock has walked in the building and... He's done an outstanding job. I think all three of those doing guys what? Walking are in the doing building? exactly what I thought they would do, and even more so. And now we're going to have a chance to add Deshaun into this as well. So I'm excited about the room. Uh, we still have a ways to go. You know, we're not close to playing a football game, but I know without question that we're further along than where we were a year ago. Well, that's good. I mean, you needed to do at least that much. So hearing that is good. I, I guess it's nice to hear that. Are they honestly closer at the quarterback position? I don't know. Let's not fool ourselves. Deshaun Kaiser plays this year, right? I hope not, dude. I hope not. If he wasn't gonna, you'd be hearing it already. They would be telling you that was their smart plan, not to rush him. They're not saying that because they know they're going to play the kid. You know, obviously this is a different player than Johnny Manziel, but my big thing with Johnny Manziel was, dude, don't give him the ball. Give him the clipboard. Give him the the Browns hat and don't give him a helmet. Just let him go out there and learn the game. And I I hope that they're going to decide to do that with Deshaun Kaiser. I hope so too because even the Notre Dame coach said he should come back to college. He should play one more year in college. No matter what happens here, no matter which one of these four dudes, uh, whether it's Hogan, Kaiser, Osweiler, or or Deshaun Kaiser, um, it's not going to translate into wins. You know what I mean? Like It's not. We're not. uh, The Browns are nowhere close to being a quarterback away. So if you're going to send somebody out there to go lose and to go get their ass kicked, why Why That sending, sounds like Brock Osweiler to right, me. Right. Why are you sending Deshaun Kaiser out there to go learn how to be a loser and to go learn how to how to and, and get engulfed by a defense? The dude's obviously going to have a problem you know, translating into the speed of the NFL game. There's no question. So why are you going to send him out there and let him throw him to the Lions? Accuracy was a huge issue for him in college. In college. I mean, those windows get much tighter at the pro level. I, uh, yeah, I, but I'm telling you, they would be talking about how that was their plan to smartly sit, sit them on the sideline for a year. They're not doing that. It's because they know they're going to play them. When, when you say, you know, accuracy was an issue and decision making was an issue, I feel like that's a good thing because you can learn to make better decisions. You can be taught to be more accurate oh, with the ball. Oh, here's why I don't do that. Right. 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 And you can learn, like, okay, well, then, and then I will adjust my game. Deshaun Kaiser seems to have the raw talent, seems to have the ability. 
abilities to do it. And but, he was supposed to be the quarterback whisperer. But it's going to mean nothing, nothing, if they send him out there on a 2-14 and 14 team where the guy just gets beat up every week. Vegas listed the Browns over, under, win total at 4. I'm taking the under, and I'm telling you, I think we see Deshaun Kaiser... Before midseason. That's four wins in two seasons, and Hugh Jackson still gets a free pass. I'm not going to say free pass, but I think he does get retained. Wow. But that's just a gut thing, and I like Hugh, so maybe I'm, maybe I'm being optimistic there. My guess is we see Deshaun Kaiser before week eight. By midseason. You know what? I'm having lunch today with Munch. I'm going to ask him that. Brother! Brother, here's what the Browns do. I'm from 53rd and Ham. We draw up the play on the cement, and then you go out to the tailgate. And then, yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he'll have uh, he'll have insight on Kaiser for me. I'll find out. We have a thousand dollars with Rock 1069's Workday Double Pay. Your next keyword is headed your way right now. Benton's Rock Station, Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show, Rock 1069. Win yourself a thousand dollars with our Workday Double Pay. We'll give you your next keyword nine ten this morning thousand dollars dude it's good stuff that is good stuff right there for sending a text message come on now yeah i've had worse things happen over sending mm-hmm. text messages mm-hmm. which leads me, to, leads me to my next point dude uh boss man just saw him in the hallway he asked me fantel why are all these d picks coming into 200 200 I said i don't know dude how would, how would i know that dude people out there sending d picks i didn't encourage it you, you flat <laughs> out said to people yesterday here's what i would do you said I would add a D pick to the tech. You yeah. did encourage people. Yeah. Do you not know what words mean? I, well, I'm just saying I would do that. I'm not saying you have to do that. Why are all these D picks coming in? Can't you know, allow. You're making me proud. We jest, but wait. <laughs> sooner or later, we'll get there. You know what I mean? Like that'll be like the reality show on TV. Who's got the best D pick in America? <laughs> America's Got Talent. D pick. That's how we pick our next president. All right, let's just get the D picks out there. X your vote in. You know, let me ask you something. What's that? America would care about that, right? Like if it, like if that became like part of the like the the well, he goes to church on Sundays. Mm-hmm. He believes in this and mm-hmm. the. But like, if we brought that into it, America would totally care and would think that a guy with a bigger penis would be a better leader, right? Yes, yes. I mean, of course, dude. We all define our crazy. We all define our self worth as men, as as you know, as as people of our genitals. And you'd be crazy to think if, like, you know, obviously we're gonna have to cross that bridge first. But once that bridge is crossed, and there's like presidential D picks out there, that next election out, it's gonna be like, no, dude, look it up big it is like look at this thing and guys are gonna be like oh man i can follow that guy some somewhere anthony wiener's going dude i was early on all of this because that was a guy who was probably at least a little you know what smart but his sexual you know uh you know escapades on online just could not it just kept out you know holding him back a real trailblazer that anthony wiener was dude 50 years from now we'll look back on that guy and be like that's where it all See? started presidential d-pick he's kind of like the xfl like, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Sooner or later, the NFL took all of like no. their camera angles, all that stuff from a league that they thought was in a total embarrassment. Anthony Weiner, total embarrassment. And next thing you know, yeah, this is going to be the thing. And we all know how important camera angles are when it comes to D-picks. Guys, if you're having, so does Anthony Weiner. If you have a bad one, just take it from a different angle. It'll look more impressive. You know what I mean? Send it to 200-200 if I, you want to. Bro, I'm <laughs> telling you right now, I'm going to miss the hell out of you, dude. 
And I'm going to have to tell people for two years. Like, dude, yeah. what do you want me to do? He was telling people to send D-Picks to our boss. D-Picks like, got him. Sorry. <laughs> you know, didn't think it was going to happen, but it did. You would have thought it would have been his own D-Picks. <laughs> it wasn't. It was him, like, soliciting. And why are you soliciting for D-Picks to be sent to the radio station? Let's go with top. You know what? Let's go with none of that. You just <laughs> send just, the keyword. You just text the keyword and only that. Dear Lord. Dear Lord. Back to our professional broadcast. <laughs> We're going to start at any minute now. So I have been very critical of hacker groups. Yeah. And I will admit that part of it is fear. Because right. I, I, there's there's power in that that scares me. For sure. I mean, I think we all have, you know, skeletons in our digital closet that we wouldn't want exposed. So it's great when it's, you know, when these hacker groups are exposing nations of state and like, hey, look, this is what the government's doing without your knowledge. Right. But then when you start applying it to private citizens, you're going to feel a lot different. I've always said that we all like this thing now. We like it now because only certain people have this power. But like any other, you know, thing that you do with technology, sooner or later, your mom's going to be able to do it. And like everybody's been doing it. And when we can start to then, you know, do this to one another, hack one another, and, like, hold each other hostage over very simple things. You're opening up the criminal world to a whole new thing now. And let's be real, that bridge kind of has been crossed there, where I know it's not everybody can do that, but if you think there's not people in the listening audience right now that are capable of getting oh, into, God. for sure. And, and, dude, as a person... Look what's happening to these UFC girls. Like, everybody's now, like, releasing, like, their naked photos. As a person with some notoriety, by no stretch of the imagination, am I like, dude, hey, I'm famous and people want them. But, like, yeah, dude, that's a terrifying thought. I mean, even even if it's not from, like, there's going to be naked photos, but, like, financial information and, 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 and private information Which, and honestly, like that. we're the only guys in the media whose financial information would be more <laughs> embarrassing than their nude photos. <laughs> dude, I, here's the thing that's wrong with Fantone. That's not funny, dude. Like, that's not funny. That's your life. That's your but, penis. You're checking. But I, honestly, I would be more embarrassed of people finding out the money I had versus maybe like my D pick. All right. Well, I you mean, know what? I don't tempt fate. <laughs> you know what? So I forget some of you don't have anything to do all damn day. No, don't do it. I'll t- you know what? Don't do this. But I worry about hacker groups and I worry about like the reach that they have. But Anonymous has released a video. They're like the f- most famous hacker group ever. And they've released a video that all is about. The fact that they feel, and they've been known to be right occasionally on some stuff, and some big stuff, they feel we're on the brink of World War III. Take a listen to this. We are anonymous. All the signs of a looming war on the Korean Peninsula are surfacing. Which I can't disagree with, man. There's a lot of stuff going on in that Korean Peninsula right now. Yeah, it feels a little ignited over there. We are anonymous. All the signs of a looming war on the Korean Peninsula are surfacing. Watching as each country moves strategic pieces into place. But unlike past world wars, although there will be ground troops, the battle is likely to be fierce, brutal and quick. It will also be globally devastating both on the environmental and economical levels. I would imagine so, right? Because as we get more and more technical, more and more digital, less and less are wars going to be fought man to man 
And I mean, they're going to be fought more like uh, weaponized and I would imagine disease airborne like that kind of way, right? Yes. By no stretch of the imagination am I trying to negate the importance of soldiers in war. Right. But uh, yes, the concept of ground troops is going to be far less important. Drones and, and like this kind and of Just stuff. think about the damage you can do and the lack of damage you take by, you know, doing something economically, by going after a country is money as opposed to trying to kill soldiers. I'm not saying that money is more important. Important than soldiers, but in the eyes of a country, they treat it as such. You know what I mean? Like you can you can say, "Oh no, soldiers the most important thing." No, they're not, dude. Money's more important to the, to the yes, government. Two, it is two 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 nations. That, yes, absolutely. This isn't been confined years long proxy or civil war like Afghanistan, Yemen, Iraq, or Syria. This is a real war with real global consequences, with three superpowers drawn into the mix. Other nations. See. I think they may be right, and I don't want to panic, and I don't want to be a doomsday scenario person, but let's be honest. We've had now, what, two generations of people in America that have seen no, I mean, I know we've been involved in what would be considered to be conflicts, but not world wars. Not world wars, but the longest war in American history is still underway. You know what I mean? So, But one of the things that you have to keep in mind there is the amount of people who served in World War II percentage-wise to the country versus the amount of people who have served in Afghanistan, Iraq, or anything like that. It's so few people serve now. We're back in the day. World War II, everybody served. And I know that's where a big part of, like, the you don't have to thank me for serving, everybody served, came in. But nowadays, it's such a minuscule amount of our population that are actually active duty military that, uh, yes, there is a difference there between those, you know, between those two wars. Brandon's tweeting in and telling me, relax, North Korea is the nation state equivalent of the short bus. The problem is now, dude, is that everything's push of a button. And that. Uh, I, 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 that doesn't make that statement doesn't make me relax. Yeah, and not I, at all. I feel like you're making a lot of assumptions there, Brandon. I, I honestly do. I mean, you can say that well, like, oh, the North Korean, you know, their missile test failed or something like that, but they're still out there trying, and it only takes one to make a serious impact there. I've always said that people are very egotistical, meaning that they think that they're going to be that they're going to get to see the end of the world and that that it would happen in their time. And but I got to be honest, doesn't it kind of feel like that? Doesn't kind of feel now. now maybe yes, I'm falling sure. into media hype and, and like you know and, and getting caught up in news cycles and this and that. But it feels very much like we're on the brink of like, man, it's about to go down. Yes, I mean, obviously, you know, that's I, the technical way to say it. By the way, I, I, I think I think it's undeniable that uh, the North Korean regime, especially when you have somebody who is genuinely mentally unbalanced and willing to do things uh, against his own people, you can only imagine what he will do to other people. The thing that makes me nervous about Anonymous going on the the full blown assault of this is, as much as I can be critical about what it is they do which is reaching information that they're not supposed to have and yeah. breaching it. They're not really the boy who cried wolf, though. You ever notice that? Like, they don't go crazy about everything. It's every once in a while they're like, oh, hey, hey you might want to look at this. And a lot of times it ends up becoming true or they're proved right. And I worry about this. 
I, like I said, it only takes once to be right on something. It doesn't, you know, I, obviously you can point to Anonymous and be like, well, they've never done this and this wasn't true and whatever. Um, but it's not too far of a stretch of logic to think that when you have a mentally unbalanced person with their finger on the trigger of nuclear weapons, that that could quickly escalate into a world war. And obviously, you know, this whole Russian thing, and I don't, I don't want to go into like, well, what was the interference? But Russia obviously is a player on the stage right now, and they're trying to expand their brand of power. So when 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 you take when you take America right now, who whether you want to support President Trump or not, has a little bit of a a a new sheriff in town. You've got Russia right now who's doing everything they can to gain power. And you've got North Korea right now who's 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 mentally unbalanced. I dude, it's it's a scary place. You I think you're a liar. I think you've got your head in the sand to say otherwise. Yeah, I, I think it's a little China. China. In the Middle East. Dude, I'm talking about the Middle East. It's all going to go bad. I think it's a little idealistic to think that this stuff can't happen. And what I will say about this is, is that it has been, how long has it been since America had to fight a war on its soil? We have been so lucky in this regard that I can't imagine that that trend continues. Sooner or later, somebody's going to say, if we take it to them, if we take it to them, they're not built for that. That that, Amer- that, that honestly, we're and we don't really have that kind of fiber anymore. I, I believe now. Do some people? Yes. As a nation, as a whole, I think we've gotten a little watered down. And if somebody brought the war to us, I think uh, most of America goes, "Oh God, what do we do right Even now?" Even if it's not bringing the war in the traditional sense, like you've got people running up on the beaches of North Carolina shooting at people. If they bring the war to us in the sense of the the economic sector goes down or technology faces a big you know a big issue there where they take satellites down or something like that, America will not know what to do with itself. Americans as people, we will have dude. If you take away our phones we're going to lose our mind oh my god this is hard i don't know how to google how to find where the war is how do i go help i can't get directions exactly what's the hashtag it doesn't even matter my phone doesn't work you got to remember these people in these nations who hate us live in a much less like safe and like it's safe space life it's a much tougher way of life and i look look i'm not trying to say this is happening tomorrow but to pretend that this can't happen because the big three superpowers all pretend that they agree on super, th- I'm telling you right now, because what happens, it's a trickle effect. Somebody does something, somebody else has to do something over to that because they're in bed with this company, then next thing you know, it's all blown out war. And I'm telling you, man, I worry about this. And I think it's a little crazy not to worry about it. I don't know if it's World War Three. But I, man, I'm just telling you, I, I, I feel like, you know, everybody's been on edge for the last two years. And I don't think you, I don't think that happens. I don't think it boils, 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 and then nothing, right? Something is going down at some point. I'm a little terrified right now. A little scared. I'm not going to lie. Like I said, it's not even, we're not even talking about the Middle East. Dude, I mean, the Middle East is ready to blow up right now, dude. It's all, it's all bad. Ah, that it's whole bad. region's been fine for forever. <laughs> Terrible. They've never, that's never been a problem. The Middle East, ah, we're fine over there. Totally fine. We'll be right back with more Sansbury Show. Hang on. 106.9. Come back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com, where you can read about this, even though we're going to tell you right now. Great news. That one-year-old yeah. missing out of Summit County has been returned home. Yeah. Father, the guy who forcefully removed the kid from the house, still on the run. Uh, the, what I'm reading here is somebody had dropped one-year-old Darius heard off we don't know if it was the father as uh, he's still on a loose but silver lining here 
child has been returned. And the mother actually watched a little uh, Facebook Live video of that from one of the news stations. And the mom, you just see it on her face. She's so happy to have him back. And of course. I mean, of course. As, as a mother, you're going to be overwhelmed. And, and, and I, I can only imagine the uh, the gauntlet of emotions that she's kind of gone through recently. Um, oh, how brutal is that? I definitely don't want to credit this this criminal. I don't want to give this guy any sort of like a tip of the hat. Especially since we don't know it was him that dropped him off. But at the end of the day, he had to have given that kid to somebody. You Thought know what I mean? better of this at least. Like, and let's make sure the child remains safe. Now throw the book at him. Now, now, you know what I'm saying? Like you kidnapped a child violently. Like you deserve to go to prison. But I'm glad he made the decision to put his kid in front of these other you know issues that are going on. This is purely speculation on my point. All right, I, I, on my part. And I want to make that abundantly clear. But my, I would guess that if you let the child go. We're going to find you having taken your own life. At Possible, the end of, of course. That's what. That's my guess. Is that's how this will resolve. That's how we will see the end of this. But we'll again, go. child has been returned home. Family celebrating. You can read up on that wrqk.com or I've just tweeted it out at Stansbury Show. It's great news. Yeah, I like hearing that. Yep. Also up at WRQK.com is uh, we played you the new Fozzie song yesterday, Judas. Yeah. And man, song bad, video bad. I wanted it to be good, dude. I, I like Chris did. Jericho a lot, and he uh, was a swing and a miss there for Fozzie. Yeah, check that out uh, up there. So we were talking about, you know, uh, you know, Anonymous says World War III is coming. Right. And people were telling me that, you know, you guys make fun of rednecks all day. Don't worry. If the war gets brought home to us, that our Second Amendments will stand up and protect everybody. Oh. Okay. Now, I understand that, like, you okay. know, if you if you have a gun, you'll be able to protect yourself if somebody comes to the door or whatever, but I don't understand. And again, you got to remember, I'm pro-gun. I'm pro-you owning a gun. Yeah. Right? I, I don't think either of us have ever come off saying, like, no, you can't have a gun. No, actually, for, for a bleeding heart liberal, you're not the worst on your stance on guns. I 100% support your right to, to have a gun, and I 100% think there's room for common sense gun laws in the country. But I asked the guy, what good does a 9mm do me against a chemical bomb? None. Doesn't mean no good. And that's how these wars are going to be fought yeah. in the near future. If they bring the power grid down in America, and, and what are we going to do? Shoot the, our way out of that? The gun at that point protects you from your neighbor. More not, than right. More, and it's going to have to protect you from your neighbor versus the people who are actually out to start World War Three. You know, obviously I'm not like a doomsday prepper or anything like that, but there is a little bit of me that's like, dude, what would you do in an emergency situation like that? There's a difference between having cautious concern and... And being tinfoil hat guy. Right. And I mean, you know, everyone's line is going to be a different place when it comes to that. But there's like, uh, you know, hearing this and kind of talking about this, I'm like, dude, you should go get like cases of bottled water, have them in your in your in your in your basement. You should get like food that'll last a long time. And like, what would you do if it's a lot like car insurance? You do it hoping you're never going to need it. But when you do need it, you're like, you know what? Thank God I have a good car insurance company. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I, I'm with a great car insurance company right now. If I got in an accident today, I would be like, well, at least I know my insurance company's not fly by night. Yeah, oh yeah, you you want to have something reputable. You want to have something that you can count on. I, I I just wonder, and not only how I would react to all that, but like how general public would react. Because you're right, it's not it's not even so much like, dude, I'm afraid those North Koreans are going to come over here and start like putting boots on necks. It's no, I'm afraid that something terrible is going to happen, and America is going to eat itself. Yeah, I worry like like Fight Club. 
That whole okay. thing in that movie was like, let's take down the credit card companies. Right. His name is Robert Paulson. Okay. <laughs> if, if you, right. If, if they went after the banks like that, right. you shut out the power grid, shut out the financial end of the world, and it comes down now back to barter and back to toughest guy on the streets, the, the, that's the most important thing. Not and us. guys are turning each other upside down, shaking change out, you know, like Bill Burr said, some dude's just at your house shaking the upside down, shaking the change out of your pocket. I'm telling you right now, that's bad times. That's bad. I, I mean, I worry about that. And here, let's be honest, most of us don't have that inside of us. No, no, not anymore. So, like, if they do that... O'Doyle then is the next president. Like that's what happens. O'Doyle rules. I like and it. like we, I don't like it. Are you kidding me? We are so low on that totem pole of O'Doyle rules. I don't like it. We're the Billy Madisons of the world just getting the fruit cup dumped over our head. O'Doyle just, rules. Just constantly. Son of a bitch. Just that fake syrup that comes in fruit. Son of a bitch. Just sifting through it. It's gonna be bad for your boys. I'm telling you, yes, it's gonna be bad. And I have said this. Now I will say. To his point about being heavily armed, I have always said this. If stuff really breaks out, I'm totally going back to Oregon. Dude, everybody in that state has three guns. And, dude, I was in the foothills of that place and high up in the mountains. I'm telling you, I'm going. I've already called friends. I'm like, I'm coming back. What are they taking your ass in for? I'd be like, no way, Stansberry. You eat so much food. You're not going to. You're, you have no. You have no survival skills. Why am I taking on? A, 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 why am I taking on an anchor onto my survival? Like, Trust me, no when way. You're, when you're facing the end of your life and you're crapping in your pants over a chemical, you're going to go to want a guy who can make you laugh about it. All right. <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? Court chesters are going to be very high in demand when bombs start floating. I'm telling you, dude, I'm not a doomsday scenario person either. But when Anonymous starts like really laying out the facts for you and like, this is bubbling over, this is bubbling over, this is going to, it's sooner or later, all those things are going to just be cooled off at one particular time. And let's be honest, we don't really have the simmer down guy in charge. Like, you know what I mean? We don't have the, we don't necessarily have that calm voice of that. You know what I mean? I know he's supposed to, you know, supposed to be the negotiator, but uh, I don't know, man. Anonymous talking about World War III and your boy's a little terrified, man. It might be time to go back to Oregon and be like, let me in, man. Protect me from everybody. I'm a sissy. Let me back in. We do have $1,000 up for grabs with the Workday Double Pay. You're getting hooked up with the next keyword next on the Sansbury Show. Station Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. You're getting hooked up with $1,000 with our workday double pay. Your next keyword happens 9-10. You're six minutes away from right now. Six minutes, $1,000 could be in your pocket. That's a winning winning equation right there. World's coming to an end. You yeah. got $1,000 to make it rain before it does. Good stuff. Dude, heading to Gatsby's, heading to, heading to Hot Laps is where you really need to head. The world's about to end. You know, I've never been. It's a problem we need to fix. I need to make the maiden voyage. Yeah, I need to make the maiden voyage. I'm willing to bet that's going to be an interesting experience. All right, we we talk about this all the time on the program because people die, well, all the time. And yeah. we don't get real sentimental about celebrity death around the Stansbury Show. We just don't. All right. And um, this is one of those times where I don't want to be disrespectful because a guy did die. But we got to stop wiping our ass with the word celebrity. Like, this guy from Robin Big, Big Black, I guess was his name, 45 years old. Now, that's early to die. I will admit that, right? Died. Now, um, we know official cause, but people close to the situation say heart attack is what's, you know, most likely to have happened there. I mean, he was a big old, huge dude. So, yeah, I mean, I guess he can't 
necessarily call it crazy that a heart attack would take him down. But people are like, again, you're just going overboard with the sentiment online. For a guy that was on an MTV show. For like, I don't know, two years? Oh six to oh eight is so, when okay. Robin Big was on, and then he was on the factory, the 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 fantasy factory show for a little while with Rob too. And if I showed pe- most people in America a picture of this guy, I don't think people could have told me what his name was. Even You'd like his, like, well, didn't he play? Didn't he play for the for the for the? Right. Did he play for the Browns for a while? That's What's the it? guy from the Blind Side, right? Right. Like that, right. That, That's. I mean, right? Like people wouldn't have known him. Is that the guy that that cop shot four years ago? Is that what the Ferguson protests were about? Fake chokehold, right? <laughs> like you wouldn't have known his name, and like people are. Never forgotten. What do you mean? You had forgotten about this guy already. Yeah. yeah. You had forgotten yeah. about him already. Now, don't get me wrong, dude. I think Robin Big was kind of a funny show. You know what I mean? Like, I can remember watching it and being like, all right, sort of funny, dude. I can I take about 10 minutes of Rob Deerdick, and then I'm like, all right, enough. Yeah. He's one of those. About yeah. 10 minutes of him, and then I'm like, I'm out. I, I don't know why people thought that that was like, dude, no, this is the show. These are the guys. And it's like, all right, well, like, that's kind of funny. That video show that he had where they would show like the, the weirdest things from the internet. You Ridiculousness. Know, also known as Tosh.0. <laughs> like, that show was was good because you're watching weird internet videos for most of it. But like his fake, like thinking everything was hilarious. Like his acting on that show was horrible. Horrible. You know, obviously people want to feel like they're close to the brands that they love. And that's what, you know, celebrities are at the end of the day is a brand more than a person to you. And I understand, you know, hey, I used to love this show and dude, RIP, Big Black. But this whole fake, this whole like, oh, dude, such a tragedy. For who? For for Big Black's family? Sure. For you? No, not at all. For the all-you-can-eat joint down the street from his house, yeah. that's who's affected by this, Price. not you. You don't really him. care. And what I always say this about celebrity death is that really what it does is that this negatively affects the real fan of whoever it was. Because everybody just rushes to your social networking to say, because do you really think people are going to think you're a bad person if you're not upset about, about Big Black Nine? Um, you know, obviously there are artists, celebrities, athletes, people who you feel like genuinely have influenced your life. And we've talked about this in the past with celebrity death. Um, I think you get three that you can genuinely care about, like three that you can say like, all right, that was a celebrity that I'm going to mourn. I will legitimately mourn. I don't know if I'll do it online because of how much I rally against it, but I will be sad the day that Paul Stanley dies, Okay, right? Wrote enough of the catalog, wrote enough music that I grew up idolizing as a kid, listening to, escaping life's problems with, all that stuff we use music for. Paul Stanley totally wrote enough stuff that I just went to constantly over and over and over again to listen to. But what do I always say? Love Gun. I already own Love Gun. Yeah. The best thing Paul Stanley's ever going to do. For you. Those first, right, are, is over. It's it's already done. I have it. So there will be a little bit of me that's like, oh, this is kind of sad. Like this is, you know what I mean? This is like, and it'll make me think about all the times in my life I went and listened to his music while I was going through something hard, right? Something and luckily, difficult. you'll still be able to go to that music when you're going through something hard. But I already have it. The best of is already out there. Yeah, the best of what they were going to do is out there, and I, you know what I mean. So like, I just at some point we got to stop throwing around the word celebrity. As I think, honestly, Big Black could have walked through the mall today, and like most people were going to be like, 
Dude, didn't you just sell me shoes at Foot Locker? Like, that's what people were Probably was selling shoes at Foot Locker, too. Let's be real. All right. You know, the guy did die at 45. You know what I mean? I I don't want to jump up and down on his body, but this pretending that you're really upset about it, I, I, from, I, you're right. The show was on the air two years, two times, two years. I, I just think you're faking some of this, and the rest of us know. We have $1,000 for you with Rock 1069's Workday. Double pay. Your next keyword happens now. Sperry Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show, Rock 106.9. Fishhead gets you hooked up with $1,000 with Rock 106.9's Workday Double Pay. He'll give you your next keyword, 1010 this morning on the program. Okay. Finding this out this morning is the, uh, the story breaking. Kathy Berman, the wife of longtime ESPN broadcaster Chris Berman, died Tuesday in a car accident in Connecticut. Kathy Berman was killed in a two-car crash near Woodbury. She was a teacher, married to Chris for more than 33 years, had two children, Meredith and Douglas. She died at the age of 67. President of ESPN, John Skipper, said this is a devastating tragedy and difficult to comprehend. Chris is beloved by all his ESPN colleagues. And for good reason, he says. There's a special kind of tragedy to me for some reason in car crashes. It's just so... You see, you think harmless every day. We all go out there. We get in our cars. We pay no attention to it. It's no Texting, big deal, right? Texting, driving, drinking, driving, turning around, smacking your kids, uh, whatever. And all kind of stuff, right? And and, and putting and, makeup know, on. Even if it's not, even if it's not you being distracted or you doing anything wrong, there's just a randomness in like this could happen to anybody at any time. It's non-discriminatory. You can't make a lifestyle change that's going to help you prevent that, dude. I mean, car crashes it just suck, dude. When my dad taught me how to drive as a kid. He said to me, I want you to drive like every other car on the on the road is being driven by somebody who's drunk. I want you to be a defensive driver, to be looking out for the person who's going to cause the accident that you're not causing, because that's how this stuff can happen. And so he taught me to be very defensive and to be on the lookout for stuff. And that's why I'm always rallying against like the texting and driving and all that stuff that I see in the car. Should be pointed out, the, uh, the driver of the other car, Edward Bertulis of Waterbury, Connecticut, also died in the accident. Jeez. He was 87 Jeez. years old. Jeez. Who knows what the circumstances yeah. are there. I mean, you know, you don't want to be an ageist, but 86 years old, I don't know if you should you know, be behind the wheel at that point. I question it all the time. At least an evaluation once a year of like, dude, are you seeing well enough? Can you hear well enough? Can you comprehend what's going on around you? I now, mean, I just had to do all of that because my license, uh, well, it, it would have expired at the end of this month. I just bought the new car. Again, thank you, Wake Auto, for that. And I, um, but I had to go to the DMV and, uh, you know, I was like, all right, well, I need tags now for this. Yeah. I need new plates for this. I might as well just do my ID, which right. is up at the end of May anyway. And they did. They made me like put my, you know, face into the thing and like, here's where the light is. Read right. this line, do all of that. Now, I don't know if that's a good enough test to figure out whether or not you should still be, you know, visually, uh, you know, able to, you know, drive the car. I bet there are other factors in there that, uh, we should really be tested for, but they do do that. It's, I think at 87, that's probably. Probably close. Obviously, there's a you know there's 87 and like hey everything. Oh my god, you're so healthy and young, and it looks like your mind's still together. And then there's 87 that's like, dude, what we can't. It does depend on the person, right? I mean, I know a guy that's 90 who plays golf still three times a week and can beat most guys I know. Like can shoot well under his age, and so he's spry is the word people use all the time. And I see him drive back and forth, and I don't question it, like because I know him to be like alert. 
and that whole thing. But by the time my dad's mom was 87, my dad was going to her house in Maple Heights picking her up to bring her, you know, back to the, right. you know, to the house for Thanksgiving cuz it was like, nope, you can't be behind the wheel of that Grandma's car. not driving. No, of right. course not. And not that like, I mean, a drunk driver, distracted driver, old driver, none of it matters. You got a dead body at the end of it and it, it's it's a terrible situation. But yeah, but we're taking steps and measures to, you know, eliminate that as much as we can in other avenues and I am a big one of like let's get let's let's get let's get the old off the road. No texting and driving, no drinking and driving, no gray hair and driving. Wow, let's not get too carried away. I got gray hair at 35. A little salt and pepper there going on. <laughs> yeah, a little too much for well, that. Right there. A little too much to make that the thing, but yeah, sad to hear about that for uh, for Chris Berman. What a year that guy's having, right? I mean, he they can call that a retirement plan all they wanted. Yeah. They ushered him off of the a lot of those network shows, you're getting too old. Stop! We're not pointing the camera at you. And we're not. We're paying you too much money. I mean, yeah, that's obviously that. been the thing that ESPN has been has been battling right now. Is 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 you know their finances and with Chris Berman being top of the pops there, he had to have been getting paid a sick amount of money. I mean, dude, he was there from like what the second year they were in existence yeah, or something. Essentially like day one, seventy nine. You know? I think he signed. Yeah, essentially day one. So I mean, he had to have been making a boatload of money. My guess is this is going to be a very tough time for Chris. As normally guys like that, myself, I'll throw myself in here, would throw yourself into the work to get to keep your mind over the fa- off of the fact that your wife has just died. And now he doesn't really have that. And so what's he going to do? Yeah. This is going to eat him up inside. Or you'd be spending time with your wife because they just ushered you out of the studio. And right. it's like, well, who cares? We're going to the Bahamas. Life's going to be great. We got a ton of money and everything's going to be fine. Now you got neither one of those things. Yeah, man. you don't it's have tough. your job. You don't have your wife. Tough. What a tough year for Chris Berman. Somebody keep their eye out on that guy. Yeah. I hate to say that, but I mean, it, it's just the way that is. We have a pair of tickets for Ohio Championship Wrestling. That event is this Saturday. We'll get you hooked up next on the Stansbury Show. 6-9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. You can be $1,000 richer at 1010 this morning. Fishhead will give you your next keyword of the day for Rock 106.9's Workday Double Pay. Sherry was listening to the prob- uh, the program this morning and has noticed a few problems with it. I think I was listening this morning, and just an FYI, it's pronounced nuclear, not nuclear. Also, you might want to inform the same gentleman that it's she ran the whole gamut of emotions, meaning the complete range of, not she ran the whole gauntlet of emotions, The word gauntlet meaning a stout glove with a long, loose wrist. Just thought you should know. Okay, I believe both of those were probably, uh, you know, missteps. You know what I mean? As you you talk into a microphone live. No, the word gauntlet in the expression to run the gauntlet has nothing to do with the word glove. That's what I thought. It's form of the Swedish word gauntloop, which was borrowed for English, which means... Okay, all right. All right. I, I... yeah, I wanted to give him a chance to defend himself here. Whatever. Can, can I Whatever. be honest? I've never I've never understood the snobbery around the word nuclear. Like I don't get why people like I, I've heard it's not this, it's this. And yet I don't ever really hear a big difference in the word. It's kind of like that scene from Private Parts where Stern's like, W E and B C. I'm I'm hearing what what you're saying. No, you're not saying it right. We'll teach you to say the call letters properly. Listen to Imus do it. Imus says the call letters properly. It, it feels very much like that argument to me. Where Stern's like, W-A-B. It's like, yeah, that's what it sounds like. I, I've never understood that. But maybe it's just me. Sorry, Sherry. Sorry. Sherry's a little upset. It's all right. I didn't think that's what gauntlet meant in that, in that phrasing. But I don't know everything. I just know a lot of things. 
Did you see this body cam video where these Canton officers are injured in a violent struggle with an abduction suspect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. They were in a, a little bit of a little bit of an altercation. I'm uh, seeing this from News5Cleveland.com. At least that was a second ago before this froze up on me. And um, that's dangerous stuff, man. That's a, you know we always forget like how uh, you know that job can go from zero to sixty in a moment's notice. Yeah, I, I read the story earlier, and obviously I'm just kind of paraphrasing here, but uh, the guys or the the, the suspect, um, I think was breaking into a house. Officers used the taser on him, didn't phase him. Right, ended up knocking the taser out of the officer's hand. The guy went for the taser, and officers were able to hold him down and like take it out of his hand. But like, dude, that's terrifying for a cop, man. If if if, if a suspect gets their hand on your weapon. You know, honestly, hats off to CPD for making sure that nothing further happened here. Because, dude, you got somebody with a taser in their hand going after a cop. I'm not going to get mad at you if you shoot them. Yeah, this is, you know, this is why people always say, you know what, the taser is not a not enough of a weapon for a police officer. That's why they have to have the gun. And uh, yeah, I mean, he had struggled with it, knocked it out. Now, I, again, this is purely speculation on my part that I would imagine that that's drugs. I know a, a guy of some serious size, they say sometimes size can, you know, stop a taser from really affecting you. Mm-hmm. But I would imagine being hopped up on the drugs, probably you don't feel it. You don't, you, you know, the body doesn't recognize it's happening. Maybe that might be part of it. I don't know. Again, that's me speculating. But man, what a serious thing to have to deal with. I, I mean, like I say all the time, like my job comes with some stress, but not the stress of that. No, not, you know what I mean? not, not even close, dude. When things go wrong here, I, we have to add another song. When things go wrong out there, like serious ramifications and, and issues happen there. go wrong. Absolutely right. So Fishhead will get you hooked up with another $1,000. That'll happen 1010. Your next keyword will be headed your way for Rock 106.9's Workday Double Pay. We have a pair of tickets for Ohio Championship Wrestling. That event is this Saturday. We'll take caller 20, 1-800-243-7625 on those. Aside from that, we are done for the day. Be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. You guys have a great day. See ya. 